You're listening to Inside the Tech Ecosystem, a podcast bringing you fun and insightful topics about tech and its ecosystem in Nigeria. I'm Emmanuel, and I'm joined by Chuka. Hey, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. So it's been two weeks since our last episode, and a lot has happened within this short period. And, you know, what's up with you? How have you been holding up, and what's new with you? Yeah, definitely, a lot has really happened since the last time we recorded. Um, we had Mamba Day last week. Mamba, Mamba Forever. Uh, we lost Black Panther, I think, two days ago. And that was that was really sad for the entire Black community. And yeah, a lot, a lot also hasn't changed. Um, there's still shooting of shootings of black men, and it's just crazy. But yeah, um, 2020, we all know 2020 has been a crazy year, and we're just yeah. adjusting and just trying to live each day as it comes. So, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's been the same, you know, the same thing that has affected a lot of people. It's affecting me too. Mm. And we're just trying to see how we can move on and live our lives, you know. Yeah. So, so this episode was inspired by something that happened on Twitter last week. So someone came out and spoke against a particular popular tech guy on Twitter and a lot more people joined and started saying that they had similar awful experiences dealing with the guy. So it seems to hire devs, developers and designers or whatnot to do jobs for him. And he either doesn't pay or doesn't pay complete. Apparently, he has been doing this for quite a long time. Someone even said he has been doing it since Facebook days, <laughs> which is a long time ago. So, and he has been getting away with it. And But that's, that day, Curious Cats came to the rescue. So, Curious Cats is a website where you post anonymous questions and people can answer and stuff like that. So, that's how someone came out to expose him. So this got me thinking and reminded me of similar experiences I've had with freelance and contract jobs. And I realized that this happens a lot in the Nigerian ecosystem and it's really sad. Yeah. So Chuka, what do you think about this? And I mean, the, the problem of employers taking advantage of employees or freelancers, that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, it's actually really sad. And I remember when the whole thing went down on Twitter and you tweeted something saying, <laughs> you said, I thought tech was the only thing that worked in this country and clearly we were wrong. So yeah, <laughs> the the yeah. fact that people always think that they can get away with whatever they do, especially in a country like Nigeria, like just take advantage of people and just, I know, for some no form of human feelings or whatever is really, 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 really painful. And I'm just so glad that we got to address at least a part of it. I am very, very sure that it's still happening even right now. As we're recording this episode, someone is still being exploited. <laughs> someone in the tech system, whether it's there with yeah. right now or whatever. So I'm just really glad that we got to, you know, bring that out into the limelight more and, you know, inspire a lot of um, people that even if they've not fallen into that kind of situation yet, it's going to like prevent them from, you know, getting into situations where they are exploited and 
know, yeah, someone doesn't pay them for the time and energy and effort they've invested into something. So, yeah. 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 So, this episode, actually, we're not going to pick sides or try and shame no, people. No. Because that has been going on on Twitter. So, we'll try to find the balance and try to advise everyone to do better. So... There's something fundamentally wrong with the idea of people thinking that they can take advantage of people that work mm-hmm. for them. And so in marketing, there's something called perceived yeah. value. It's, so it's the, it's the customer's evaluation of the value of a product or service. And in this case, that will be the customer will be the employer, while the product will be the employee or the freelancer or whoever is doing mm-hmm. the work. So basically... People pay for what they think something is worth. So now, for tech employers or employers in general, for them to want to be cheap when employing, it means they don't really perceive the people that they are hiring as valuable as they should Mm -hmm. be to get. And this is so wrong. This is wrong in so many ways, especially in the creative industry or tech, where companies basically rely on technology to function. And these developers and designers and engineers are the ones responsible for building and maintaining the tech. So if what you what your company runs on is maintained by people yeah. that you yeah. hire, then you should value them as much as you value your company. So this isn't what is happening in the Nigerian tech ecosystem. At least most most of the companies or the the higher population of employers don't value developers as they yeah. should developers, engineers, and every, everyone that is doing a lot of work in the tech ecosystem. And it's hurting the whole system, hurting us a lot. And let me just pause a bit and let me hear your take on this. Yeah, well, I feel like you make a very valid point on when you talk about perceived value. My question is, how do you evaluate how much an employee should be paid? Like, even with the, the whole concept of perceived value, how do you say to yourself, how, okay, how, this is how much it's going to cost for this person to do this thing. I mean, do you use metrics or what, what not? Like, I mean, sometimes it also confuses me as well because I've seen certain people go on and on about, um, okay, some people in some industries are overpaid and I'm usually confused. Like, and it's not just tech. In some certain, some different industries, I've heard people go, oh, these people are overpaid. It should not be any this amount of money. Uh, I'm not talking about Nigerian <laughs> yeah, politicians. You will say that a lot. <laughs> so, so that's a different story <laughs> of politicians in general. I know it's not just Nigeria. Okay, well, because I don't subscribe to that school yeah. of thought at, at all. I mean, if someone has skills that a great percentage of people simply do not have, or someone can do stuff that people can, like a lot of people cannot do, why do you think that they shouldn't be yeah. paid? for their time and effort. Because I've seen non-technical people trying to estimate the cost of doing technical work with a technical person. And I don't know, it's not just it's not just a pretty sight. And for non-technical people that listen to this podcast, I promise you we are not overreacting. <laughs> I mean, you hear someone come yeah. at you with, yeah. oh, okay, guys, I'm just trying to build Uber... Uh, but like with Facebook-like features, like Uber that works exactly like Facebook. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know, I think, can we do that in six weeks? 
And then when you say, okay, so this is how much it costs, you'll be like, then the person will start estimating, ah, what do you mean? <laughs> it's domain name, not 300 naira or 10 dollars or how much. I'm just like, bam, calm down. Because, I mean, these people will literally go on about, oh, okay, this is how they think you should do your work. And I think this is what really causes a lot of, you know, problems when, you know, the jobs yeah. are being given yeah. out. And I know someone who, when he's not in the mood to take new jobs or maybe he has his place full or something, he just goes ahead and overcharges the customer for whatever. If you just ask him for landing page, he'll just go, oh, landing page, 500,000. <laughs> so, like, people don't just waste his time. So, I think employees should actually, employees should actually um, demand for their, like, how much they think they should be paid. And employers, like you said, employers should endeavor to pay employees based on their perceived value. If you think you're saving costs by bringing someone who is, okay, probably going to do it at a cheaper price or something, I promise you it's probably going to not turn out very great in the long run because that person may do exactly a shitty job or a rush job and you may even end up spending more. So yeah, perceived value is something yeah. a lot of us have to understand in the industry and you have to put it into practice a lot of times, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said a lot, and you make total sense because the fact is that there are many ways that people can show value. Like, there are so many ways you can show that you value someone, right? So as an employer, it's not only money. So as much as money is the main thing because, I mean, you have to pay. You pay for what you are being serviced for. But there are other ways to compensate for people and make them happy. Because if someone is working for you and the person isn't happy with the way you're treating them, it will show in their work, like you said. Employers should know that by going cheap, you're sacrificing something in the long run. Don't think you're being smart because it's actually the opposite. Uh, it's, I'm, it's sure, almost you, I'm a, sure you've experienced coming on a project where someone did a shitty job <laughs> and then you had to carry the burden of yeah, remodeling yeah. everything. Yeah, so that's that's one of the things that employers usually don't know, right? You hire someone and you pay him a very low amount and he does something that isn't so great and then he gets angry and leaves the project halfway and then you're like, eh, I'll find someone else. <laughs> but you now find someone else, you still pay the same small amount and then the person also finds that the, the existing project is trash and he has to start yeah. again. So you start this cycle of starting and restarting, and at the end of the day, you now throw the blame on the developers and say developers in Nigeria are not doing well or all kinds of things that people say. It's not really cool. And yeah, it's a jungle out there, actually. I've been a victim, and I know how it feels to be cheated and yeah. be taken advantage of. I also understand that it's tough when you're new. I mean, you want to get to the job market or you want to get into the tech system yeah you want to get there so fast and whatever opportunities you see you jump at it that makes you an easy prey because employers know when people are desperate they know so when you're being desperate they know and then they could take advantage of you so as contractors freelancers employees we need to protect ourselves and look at um, things that we that have been offered to us before we just jump at it so from what happened on twitter I noticed that there was no signed contract or legally binding document between both yeah. parties. It was 
mostly it was mostly verbal agreements and that was one of the first mistakes that maybe the devs made. It was just a matter of, yo, I have an idea. Can you do this app? Don't worry, I'll pay you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you start the app with excitement and then you're going to make, you think you're going to make a lot of money from it. And then when you're almost done with the project, <laughs> um, everything goes sideways. And then you start wondering why you took the job. In the first place. So, there's this, <laughs> there's a law, um, there's this law from Murphy. It's called Murphy's yeah. Law. It's, it says, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. I learned that in my founder level, I think, one of my courses. It's actually a computer law. It's like programming. Whatever will go wrong, will go wrong. Just like, let's say you, you see a bug and then you leave it intentionally. Just know that some hours or some weeks or some months later, one customer will, will reach that place and then crash your program. Mm-hmm. So whatever will go wrong, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. Anything that you feel can go wrong before the project starts, you should clean it up before you start the project. Usually, we don't force... Um, we don't foresee that something will yeah. go wrong during or after the yeah. project. So when it happens, it usually comes as a shock. The issue is that most times is the other side, who are doing the work that lose the most because employers can easily just look for yeah. someone else to employ and they, they may not even need to pay you. For them, it feels like a win. So I believe that we need to do better in this yeah. aspect of protecting ourselves and prevent such kinds of mistakes and problems that come with it. How, how else do you think people can protect themselves apart from legally binding documents? Uh, well, apart from legally binding documents, well, there's the option of holding on to your, like, if you, if, like, for example, if you're a developer and let's say you built whatever you built for the person or for the client and then maybe something fishy is about to go wrong or whatever can go wrong can go wrong, just like you said. Man, I feel like yeah. you should hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on to your code till you see that paper, man. <laughs> don't, don't release <laughs> anything. I don't know. I don't know how to emphasize it because I think when they, when the whole thing went down on Twitter, I was hearing gist of they were taking down his database or something. <laughs> man, to me, that was, that was so very, very funny because like. <laughs> This person already has... I was weak when I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> because this person already has users. And now, yeah, yeah, already yeah, taking yeah. down defenses. <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry for laughing. I'm so sorry for laughing because, I mean, to get users is so difficult. So imagine getting users and yeah. then deleting the entire thing. So, I mean, that's, that's one way to teach someone a lesson. Yeah, it does. In the case of where you do not get paid, because uh, there's another thing I saw. Um, I can't remember when I saw this, but this person built a sort of package where if an employer doesn't pay him, I think he just runs the script or something, and then <laughs> and then the person's the person's product starts disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, Yo, I'm so sorry for laughing. I'm so sorry for laughing. Like, right? He he runs a script where he yeah. he um like some of the pages the display starts changing to none. <laughs> yo yo, I'm so sorry for laughing, but it's actually really funny to me. But I think the, the safest way to go about this yeah. is please just sign documents because most times. All this wahala is not worth it, right? And what's worse, even sometimes when you sign documents, sometimes you may be signing the one that 
is equivalent to living in bondage no, no, because no, 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 you, sign, you sign a document <laughs> or you sign a contract and you don't read through it and next thing you know, the contracts you have signed, you do not know that, oh, instead of the six months you said you work on the project, what you signed there was saying, oh, you work on this project till that kingdom come and in fact, there's no escape. You just keep working on the project. Only God has to save you. So at this point, man, I don't care how small the job is. Please just bring, bring, bring a contract, please. Because what we saw on Twitter yeah. on that day, in fact, I think almost every single person there did not have any contract whatsoever, right? Yeah. And I think it's probably because of the mentality of ah, 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 is this person now? What could possibly go wrong? Well, like Emmanuel just said, yeah, everything that can go wrong will definitely go wrong. So most times when you feel like that, in fact, yeah. that's when things actually really go wrong most of the time. And I think signing something automatically increases its importance. Like when you sign something, I think it sets everybody's yeah. mindset that, oh, okay, now, okay, this is this is real. Okay, we're doing this now. I mean, and that person cannot just wake up and start exactly. making irrational decisions because there's already a binding document. So like you can't just start making plans that does not correlate with what the document says. Please, I think the best way to go about this is read documents, then sign documents. Because if you don't have package to start taking down databases or removing people's pages when you have not been paid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And not to play Julia than that water because like Manuel said, he has been in situations where he has been exploited. Me too, I've been in situations where I have been exploited. Like a lot of us have jumped into projects that we did not even have any understanding of. Like we had little knowledge. We just jumped into it because when you are relatively new in tech, you don't want to lose any job that comes your way. So if someone says, "Ah, oh, no, that yeah. is not signing anything," you just say, "Oh, okay, okay, forget about the agreements. Let's just do it." But we what happened on Twitter that day. I think it should kind of be like a knife opener for us to do better. Yeah. If your employer reluctantly yeah. refuses to sign anything, that already says that oh something fishy is going on. Yeah. Another thing I think can help people is skepticism, right? In Nigeria, I don't know why we fall for this in this particular area. Generally, Nigerians are very skeptical yeah. about everything. I was keep, so surprised. Keep that really. value of 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 being skeptical. Keep it. I mean, someone posted a job ad that had some very a very exclusive <laughs> benefits. Nobody questioned it. And I was shocked. Obviously, I was shocked because I didn't question it. So everyone should always have that skeptical mind where someone gives you something. You need to be skeptical so that you can critically look at it very well. And another thing is you can, you should or can take jobs from people you know or from a network of people you know. So you don't, someone doesn't just come from nowhere, get your email and send you a cold email telling you, oh, I want to build Facebook. Yeah. And you say, okay, yeah, great, let's start. You should know the person you're working yeah. with before you start yeah. working. You can't just walk off the email and at least the person should have a presence online that you can, you know, review and see, does this person have a track record of doing something yeah. good or this person is just a bot that just came from nowhere. Yeah. So that can also help guide the kind of jobs that you take. When you just said that skepticism, like Nigerians, we're usually skeptical. That actually really surprised me because we have a... <laughs> We have a track record of questioning everything, right? But yeah. I think it's because of the way, you know, the developer world really looks all rosy and glamorous from outside. 
someone posted, you know, it was yeah. with very, very, very unrealistic expectations and everybody just zoomed on it <laughs> without questioning anything. That really surprised me as a Nigerian shah because yeah. Nigerians usually... Anyway, I, I wish... I, I wish there was real shah. I'll be cruising my Maserati by now. Nigerians <laughs> <laughs> normally, we look at everything. We look at every, even things that are, are true or things that are too good to be true. We just we question yeah. everything. So that one was really was really surprising that we just went with it yeah. and we didn't yeah. even ask questions. How do you think employees and employers can value each other? Like everybody should, you know, as much as employers have a lot of work to do on their part. Employees too, as the freelancers, the contractors, and gig takers in quotes. What do you think both parties can do to help their relationship become better, so that we don't have this broken relationship where people don't trust the other side, that kind of thing? Hmm. Well, for me, I think it's a two-way street, in the sense that I feel like if one party values the other party and um, explicitly shows it that, oh, yeah, I value the work you do here and, you know, what you bring to the table. I feel like the other party is going to reciprocate that energy because me as a person, yeah. I thrive off energy. I live off energy. So if you're giving me a particular kind of vibe most of the time, I'm going to give you that exact same vibe back. I feel if employers can show that I really appreciate what you do here, I I value your your contributions and your commitment to this job, I feel like the employee will be, you know, more ginger to work and the vibe will just be there for him to keep giving that insane amount of output. So I think it goes both ways, actually. Yeah. So if we all value each other's work, we all win. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's my own philosophy. If employers value employees and employees value employers, they both win. And I personally believe that for there to be a healthy working relationship, mm. Both parties need to value what they are bringing to the table. Because to be honest, I think what happens is usually someone thinks that, oh, I'm the person being the favor yeah. giver, or like I'm the one bringing something to the yeah. table. The other party is just coming yeah. to come and take out of it. The employees are offering their time and skill, and employers are offering rewards, which is mostly money. Yeah. So if employees don't feel valued enough, they may not perform at their best, which will like it will hurt the overall result of the company or organization. The best companies are actually companies that their employees are satisfied with their compensation and are treated with respect. So that's it. There's this misconception that tech employers usually have. They think they're doing developers and designers a favor by offering them jobs or projects. Please, you're not doing us a favor. <laughs> You're paying us for something you cannot yeah, do yourself public or service announcement. you don't have time to do. <laughs> exactly. It's a mutually beneficial mm -hmm. relationship. I'm bringing something to the table. You're also bringing. You're paying me for what I'm doing. You know, if you could do it on your own, why don't you just mm -hmm. do it? Why do you have to hire someone? You get it. And I actually do not know why and how that even became a concept in Nigeria because... Wait, wait, I probably actually know the answers, but it doesn't change the fact that it's very sad. Because it's, it's actually yeah. not a good look on us at all. Because when someone employs you and then you start hearing things after a few months of working, you start hearing things like, ah, you're lucky you have this job. 
there were many qualified candidates. As so in, if you go outside, you see many unemployed graduates. And I, in fact, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm even paying you salary. Uh, so calm down, please. Please, because that, off your mind. <laughs> that thing really, it really messes with your employee's side because, I mean, the country is already not in a very great place. But what's worse is that I feel like we have slowly normalized unemployment, right? Yeah. Because these days, in fact, when we talk about a lot of issues that we have as a nation, people don't really, people don't really mention unemployment talk anymore. About unemployment because we've kind of gotten used to it. Because <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so that's the problem we have. The fact that employers always feel like oh. When they employ somebody or they are giving the person a chance, they are giving the person a favor, that's not true. Because yeah. if you know what you bring to the table, you're not going to let anybody treat you that way, right? And these are opinions. Please don't go and yeah. quit your job, please. <laughs> but I just I just feel like everybody listening <laughs> should know their worth and know that um you are an yeah. active contributor and they didn't just, you know, pick you up and say, okay, Come, come, let's let's help you. I know they are paying you and they're on their payroll or whatever, but they are also, you know, contributing your own quota. So it actually goes both ways. Exactly. So another thing I realized from what happened on Twitter was that the people that the guy took advantage of, they didn't speak out on time. This is not me blaming anyone. I'm just making um observation, mm-hmm. right? So the guy already got away with so many people and it's even took curious cuts before someone spoke out yeah. and I don't think that's a good thing because imagine nobody spoke, right? It means that the guy will keep doing what he's doing and then keep riding on his fame on Twitter. And so it could be hard for for someone to speak out because maybe the guy is popular and he's probably backed up by fellow popular guys. And you may be seen as a hater because of what yeah. you're doing. But regardless, I think we should forget about what people are saying about us and just stand for justice and speak out. And I think that's good enough because by doing that, you you stand for justice and at the same time, you are helping other mm-hmm. people who may be experiencing the same thing and then they also come yeah. out, stand yeah. with you and eventually justice can prevail. So what's your take on this? Yeah, actually very right. Um, speaking out is very important, actually. I saw chat screenshots of some people that have been exploited by the same person. Um, they were talking to their friends that, oh, if this person contacts you for a job, don't do it too, that um, you're not going to have such a great time. So imagine that was like a public service announcement right after they got exploited. I feel like it would have saved a lot of people, time, energy, and, you know, effort. So people that, people that are yeah. usually scared, I feel like maybe because they don't want to draw so much attention to themselves. And I'm kind of like that as well. I don't really like when all eyes are on me. And you didn't want to be called haters or whatnot, but we should also take advantage of the kind of time we live in. On Twitter, if you call out somebody yeah. and you have enough receipts, people are going to stand by you, right? And this kind of eliminates or prevents the occurrence of something like this again. Because if someone that yeah. is planning to exploit in the future, if a person has seen what happened to his previous counterparts. I mean, you try and apply more wisdom <laughs> that you, if these guys, if we get caught yeah. here, that it's not going to be funny. So yeah, calling out people should be, should be a thing, really. 
if if something like this happens, you should yeah. let other people know that oh, guys, I know it's not easy because you know Nigeria is the way it is and people are the way they are, especially when you are very yeah. famous or popular. And this person was a popular person on Twitter. Man, it was a tech bro, popular tech yeah. bro. So yeah, I know it's not that easy, yeah. but yeah, we should try and make it make it happen. Yeah, and 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 this this. This is something that um, the community needs to really look into to fix it because it's a virus. It's 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 spoiling our image in a lot of ways and it's hurting people that are trying to mm-hmm. get in and people that are still struggling to get mm-hmm. a stand. So so this leads us to our final thoughts about this whole issue. Now, the person in question is popular on Twitter, like we already said, and a lot of other popular guys interact with him regularly. And in fact... On his website, some of the biggest tech people that yeah. we know have given good reviews yeah. and have their pictures up there. So, so automatically, it makes this particular person look like he's out for good. I'm not saying he's out for bad intentionally, but so he looks I'm just very saying. legit. So, yeah, so it makes him look very legit, and this is obviously bad because people that know these other tech guys. Right, will automatically think, oh, okay, this is just another good person that is trying to help the community move forward and yeah. all that. So now the issue is that people shouldn't just come from nowhere and pop up and become influential yeah. in the tech system because it's not not so yeah. good. So for instance, we have we we know a couple of guys who have been working in the community for a yeah. long time. These guys put in a lot yeah. of time. They put in effort. They put in. I think some of them it's even their full time roles and they've done a lot and now they are in the limelight yeah. and they deserve to be yeah. because they've put in a lot of work. So so someone shouldn't just come from nowhere and just automatically start commanding um so much attention. Mm-hmm. And even if the person sh- would do that, he or she needs to have a reason to be in that position. So the person should have at least a track record, maybe not from the current community, but from somewhere that okay, I'm actually going to be here for good. I'm going to be contributing to the mm-hmm. community. I'm not just here for the clout or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what do you think influential tech people should do in such a case where someone from nowhere just comes up and wants to join the community and become, like, automatically become a leader? What do you think the influential tech people should do in such a case? Yeah, I believe this is already very obvious, but I feel like there should be more research done on people. I mean, I'm not saying CIA-type research or FBI or whatever, but I feel like you should kind of already know know where someone is coming from or what kind of person this person really is, right? Because just like you said, yeah. Emmanuel, some of the biggest people in our tech system already, like, you know, vouch for this person. And we're humans, yeah? We make mistakes, so... You can't really blame them or whatnot, but with the way tech is, there's a lot of there's a lot of hero worship in tech, and you know that's true. I mean, yeah. he, um, the, yeah. some certain people in tech, once they say something, nobody dares question it. We just follow instructions and orders, and everybody just says, "Okay, yes, PHP <laughs> is." dead javascript is alive or javascript is dead and php is alive or something like that so that 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 really has a lot of negative impact on the way we run things actually 
Yeah. And another bad thing in tech is yeah. we love shiny new things. So when shiny new things come up in our tech ecosystem, we're always like, oh, yes, I just want this. I just want to have it. Nobody cares to know, okay, <laughs> is this thing necessary? Is this important? <laughs> and JavaScript developers out there, all of you that like frameworks, can relate to what I'm saying. Once a new framework comes out like this, your <laughs> yeah, eyes just yeah, light up with joy. So in the conversation of trying to find out who people really are, I think we need to do a better job at that because Manuel said, um, have people in the community that have dedicated years and years and years and then someone just shows up from nowhere and there's not really a background story or whatever and I don't know, everybody just jumps on the, you know, happy train. So yeah, I think there really needs yeah. to be some form of research and people are Hollywood, people will make mistakes. People are not gods. So I think we should really, you know, give people a chance to make their mistakes. But also, as intelligent people that we are, we should also try and question a lot of things. Let's not just take everything as we see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So this episode has been really insightful for me and I'm sure for you too and for our listeners. So um, I hope everybody has picked one or two things mm. from this and I hope you don't get scammed. <laughs> and I hope employers that are listening to this also know that we're trying to help the community. We're trying to help the whole Nigerian ecosystem yeah. to be yeah. better. We should always strive to be better. Everybody wins eventually if everybody's doing the yeah. right thing. So there's no, there are no picking sides here and we just want mm. everyone to do better. And as long as opportunities are this limited, Things like this are going to keep happening, going to keep being exploited, right? Because, I mean, yeah. someone has been unemployed yeah. for a very long time and the next thing he sees is, oh, okay, come work for me. Because it wasn't just this particular person. After this particular person was called out, some Nigerian, some other Nigerian devs started calling out other people that have exploited them. And some weren't even Nigerian. There was a guy that uh, multiple developers called out and this guy wasn't even Nigerian. But he was he was haunting Nigerian developers. So he was just out to employ just Nigerian yeah. developers because he knew that they were an easy target and he could easily get them to, you know, join without any contract or whatever and work for him for free or work for him. And when, when it's done yeah. or yeah. when he's no longer interested, he'll just fire them. So things like that really, really made me yeah. sad and so I'm upset. But the truth is, this is not yeah. going to be the last of it because... Right currently in our ecosystem, there are not a lot of opportunities, especially for people who are just leaving, they're just getting into tech, you get. So we should actually yeah. find ways and, you know, think of ideas in which we can make more opportunities readily available for, you know, people in the ecosystem. Yeah. So that things like this are limited, are yeah. reduced to a fault. So yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to see you guys in future episodes. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Remember, we release new episodes every other Wednesday and you can listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys so much once again. See you in the future episode. <music>